Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible. And, and the, the house. house is on fire. <laughs> um, the point being, I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Keith of Ghost Colmag. What's up? And Keith, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about something I don't think we've ever discussed on the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast. The never-ending uh, fountain of wisdom of digital marketing and social media. We're going to talk about emojis. We're going to talk about GIFs. We're going to talk about why they're not called GIFs, they're GIFs. And we're going to talk about the brand new Facebook emojis and why you need to have your game on point for your emojis and your GIFs. Yes. So so let's break this down. Why do emojis matter? Like, don't emojis make my band look silly? Why should I be using emojis? First of all, you're in a band, so you already look silly. Um, second of all, everything in life is a joke or nothing is. So those are just two guiding principles to just start us off with. Um, yes, there are instances when emojis are not necessary and could be considered infantile. When you are pitching a record label with a very serious older man, you may not want a woman, you may not want to use emojis in your emails. Um, but in your social media posts, in your newsletters, in your, you absolutely should be communicating on all cylinders with everything you have the ability to use, and that includes emojis and gifts. And and here's the beauty of emojis. I want to get into gifts in a minute, but the beauty of emojis is that you know it's all about all of email marketing, all of social media marketing is about getting people to pause for a second, right? It's about getting people to go, oh wait, what? and you're getting them to click and read your content, you know? Think about your inbox or your, so, or your social media feeds, you know? The emojis generally stick out because they're a different color than what you normally see in those places. They're a different shape. It's not just text, you know? So it's just, it, it's something that's just going to resonate with a lot of people a lot more than, you know, a, uh, just another plain batch of text will, you know what I mean? Um, and I think, I think that is sort of the core formula behind it. Am I right, Keith? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Right. You know, uh, and, and, and again, it's all about, Oh, and, and furthermore, emojis are, this is the word I can't use when Curtis is on the podcast because he's not very smart. Um, emojis are ideograms. And they show that you are part of a sort of culture, right? So they're showing yourself that you're part of the community as a whole because you're able to use this ideogram that communicates a lot more. It's or rather a pictogram. A meme is an ideogram. Um, you're using this pictogram that communicates more than um, a strong arm. It communicates, oh, we are, you know, we're fun and can use emojis and, you know, it's, it's almost like an, an, um, a piece of punctuation. You know how a question mark changes the flavor of a sentence. 
you know, a little guitar emoji can do the same thing. Uh, right, Keith? Yeah, right. You used ideograms. My word is going to be semiotics, which is the study of signs and symbols and how yes. you interpret them. And so essentially people numb out to reading nothing but text all the time. If your news feed is all text and a few photos, you become immune to whatever the messaging is over time. This is why people who just aimlessly scroll, did I like that? I don't even remember like, why did you laugh react at my thing when I said my cat Fluffy died? Well, that really sucks, dude. I didn't, I don't know. I was in my bed just kind of like aimlessly scrolling through my whole feed and I guess I laugh reacted at the wrong thing. This is how you get in trouble. This is when those are bad, but in a way that they're good is when you use them to communicate ideas and communicate thing, you know, take the thing out of a sentence. I will use an example yesterday. I once a week or twice a week on on Twitter, I just ask my tweeps how everyone's doing. We're all in this pandemic bullshit. This is going on two months. People are starting to lose their shit if they haven't already. And I just like to check in and ask how people are doing. Yesterday, I said just checking in to see how everybody's doing. Answer with an emoji or a GIF. And it went bananas. Now, I'm not saying like do this because I want attention and I want rea- I want engagement. I do. But I was surprised. Even I was surprised at how much it took off. And people either did one or the other, not both. They listened to directions for a change. And uh, it was really entertaining. And people were commenting on each other's. And if somebody was sad, other people went and did the hug react or sent them a, a gift that was like a hug or something. Other people were like, you know, you, you know, all stages of uh, emotional duress can be expressed through these images and, and, pl- and happiness too. A few people were pretty happy. Actually, I was surprised. Some, this is for some people, this pandemic has been just the right thing when they need it. I don't know how, but um, maybe it's their superpowers. So, that's that's emojis. Emojis carry a lot of power. Uh, we're not going to do memes too much because we've done memes a bunch of times and we yeah. probably could do another episode on memes by itself. But let's talk about what do you what do you like about uh, gifts for a second? And, uh, you know, what are some good ways to make, make use of them? OK, so gifts are interesting to me. Because, again, it's that idea of like they're arresting, they're visually arresting. And they're fun, you know, like people are charmed by gifts and you can find, and the, 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 the Giphy library has so many weird and wonderful gifts just as a part of the thing. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just a joy to like navigate and discover something weird to send to your friend and kind of gross them out or something, you know? Um, I kind of love that. I kind of love that about gifts. I kind of love this idea of like, oh, again, it's, and and furthermore, because they tend to be a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say slapdash, but like, um, they tend to be a little bit more fast pitched compared to a video. They can maybe catch your, they can maybe catch the consumer's attention a little bit better than, sending them then showing them a video might because you know because again video is great but even that can be people get tired of video you know um and finally of course kind of the looping nature of a gif i think makes it uh perfect for, right, for it's special Im- types of content its impact is on repeat sometimes like yeah. you know the once by itself oh that's nice but like 10 times in a row could be hilarious or it could be too much 
Yeah, but, you um, know. I don't know um, if you have noticed this because I think you don't. I don't know if you look at the Bacon Bloody Bacon blog after I publish it, but I put in a special GIF every week yes. that relates to your topic. Um, sometimes it's on the nose and very, uh, you know, telegraphing very hard, and other times it's a little more obtuse because I'm, I'm, I like to be clever. Um, I'm a big fan of these. Also, we you, you see them in ads, you see them in newsletters and blogs, you see them in websites. And that's um, part of the beauty of gifts, right? Is that they're a lot more flexible than newsletters are. You know, they're a lot more like. there's a lot more options that you can have out of a GIF. You're, they're a lot more flexible than video. I'm sorry. Right. You can put a GIF into your newsletter or into your blog post or whatever, and it's going to work. Um, right. You know, at least that's what I found. Indeed. Can I pick your brain for a second as we wind sure. this down? Go uh, ahead. Wind this uh, quickie podcast up with me picking your brain. So Facebook, what, what inspired this conversation is Facebook launched a new care emoji. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Have you it's already a care, seen? It's a care react. It's a care react, excuse me. Uh, and, you know, by the way, posts that are like, you know, one heart for Dio, one like for Ozzy, those things do tremendously well if you ever do polls with those things. Um, but so it's a care emoji and there's, it's in Messenger as well as on posts. And it was sort of a response to the pandemic, right? People needed an additional heart. Sometimes to people means like something. So someone's sad and you put a heart, not because you love that they're sad, you're giving them love or you're sending them love. But just so there's no mistaking, this sort of smiley face hugging a heart is, is the essence of this new care emoji, which is interesting because Facebook in particular has been very reluctant to add new emojis um, and add new reacts, excuse me, and emojis. And, um, you know, for years people wanted a dislike button, but you and I both know the salty nature of social media. That shit will be smashed into oblivion by everybody because people just can't wait to fucking dislike everything. So I wanted to get your take on the care emoji. Do you think it's here to stay? Do you think it's here just for the pandemic? And I, think uh, it's, I mean, Facebook has done a few temporary reacts in the past. Um, you know, and I think those have been by and large, uh, pretty merited, you know, so I would just say, you know, I, I do expect it to stick around. I do expect it to be a part of a part of the thing, but I do think as things wind down, they might take it out, but maybe they'll leave it in. Maybe, you know, maybe they'll be like, okay, look, we actually needed a compassion emoji, you know, I think I think the heart emoji was sort of the compassion emoji for a while, but I definitely think I, I like I definitely felt weird sometimes when I'd heart someone whose dog died and I was trying to show love, you know. Um, so maybe this is what we get out of out of this is we get an actual honest to goodness compassion emoji. Um, you know, that's kind of my take is like, and we need one. You know, you we need that- to be able to. Do you think they're going to come? Obviously, if they're on Facebook, they're definitely going to come to Instagram. Do you think they will come to other social networks like Twitter? No, I actually don't even think they'll come to Instagram. I think part of Instagram's beauty is its simplicity. You know, I think, you know, Instagram is a very, I think we forget that Instagram is very roughshod in a lot of ways, but that's part of what makes it, you know, like the, the at symbols not even being um, integrated 
um, into stuff. Um, you know, the, the, ha- the having to use hashtags to boost your visibility, you know, uh, the, the, the relatively limited reply functions, you know, and that's part of the beauty of Instagram to me is that it's relatively simple, you know, where like, honestly, the different types of reacts like that definitely seems like some, some soccer mom shit. <laughs> um, you know, not that they're bad, not that they're bad, but like, I, d- I just don't necessarily know if 19 year olds are looking to do that. Um, Very fair. The point being, you know, using emojis is a really good way to get people to stop their thumbs from their incessant scrolling, you know, and that's important. Similarly, using, um, using GIFs, this is a quick way to grab people's attention. It's a, it's, it's, it's a little different than a video and it's typically pretty effective. Um, Together, I think they both very much merit being experimented with as you try to optimize your sort of um, marketing potential. Um, would you say that about wraps her up there, Keefe? I think that about wraps her up there, Maddie. Well, there we go. This has been Dumb and Dumbest. You've been listening. Are we done yet?